0: Welcome to TechNATO live from Deadwood, South Dakota for Wild West Hackin' Fest. Real quick, just want to thank the sponsor of TechNATO, ACI Learning, the people behind IT Pro for making all this possible. Reminder that you can use that code TechNATO30 for a discount on your IT Pro membership. So if that interests you, keep that in mind. I'm one of your hosts, Sophie Goodwin, and as you can see, I'm not alone here. Ronnie is filling in for Don because, unfortunately, Don could not be here with us in Deadwood. Ronnie, how are you feeling about Wild Wiz Fest so far?
1: Uh, it is wonderful to be here again in Deadwood. It is a beautiful, scenic place to be and ready for this conference, uh, ready to meet old friends again and make new ones.
0: Wow, that was like a motivational... He should be the keynote for this thing. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Daniel is no stranger to this. This is my first year. I think Ronnie's second year, right? And Daniel's been here like 87 years. Yeah. Year. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're, I'm sure, just as excited as you were the first year. Oh, yeah. This, uh,
2: this fest just keeps getting better and better as the years progress. Keeps growing cooler talks, more interesting information coming out. I always walk away from this convention learning something growing in my knowledge and my like I didn't even know that was a thing that's awesome and then you go down a rabbit hole so it's always fun to come here you know I'm no Tony Robbins but hopefully that was inspiring to somebody are you, <laughs> are you mocking me is that no, no I, I would never ever ever ever, ever. <laughs> Mock <laughs> you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Yes. <laughs> you can tell.
0: We're we're having a great day and it's it, we've barely gotten started yeah. and we are having a great it day. This is a gorgeous day. I mean it's what, yeah. What can you true. say about I mean this
2: is it's super beautiful. pretty out, right? Yeah.
0: I do love the Gainesville studio, but this is uh this eh. is something. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a
2: little well, bit of a difference in the background. Just a little. Just, so, fun fact, it is colder in Gainesville, yeah. Florida yeah. today <laughs> than it is in Deadwood, South Dakota. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's like a nice, cool 71 right now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I am enjoying this very it's much in
2: so. in the 40s and at home. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, back in Gainesville. Uh, but we're having a great time. Mm-hmm. So, we do have some articles picked for y'all. Uh, it is going to be just a little bit different in the scenery. But other than that. Your standard TechNATO fare coming your way. So we'll go ahead and start with some of our our tech articles. This first one comes to us from Bleeping Computer. It says, Exchange Online Mail Delivery Issues Caused by Anti-Spam Rules. So Microsoft was investigating this this week, uh, some Exchange Online Mail Issues, Server Busy Errors and Delays, and it turns out anti-spam was to blame. I don't know if this affected you all at all. I don't know if either of you all are. I think Wes
2: would say, it's a feature. It's
0: a feature. (laughs) not a bug.
2: Anti-spam, right? Yeah. You don't really want those emails anyway. No one uses email anymore, right? I thought yeah. it was all Teams. Quit complaining. And Slack messages. Yeah. <laughs> in my day, we used <laughs> email. mail yeah. We engraved on stone tablets.
0: And, and that's the to way to it was, yeah. and we
2: liked yeah. it. And we, yeah. It. And we yes. did.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> I didn't really experience a lot of what they're talking about. So, in this sense, it is one of those things that every company fights against, right? The the very fact is, if you set the spam rules too high, it grabs too much information. Right and then your IT security team has to go back and reduce that down and then find all the stuff that ended up in the spam and open that back up. It just makes for longer and longer days for the entire IT team as we have to deal with things like this. So overall though, somehow they actually got some type of rule that actually ended up, uh, well, I mean, there was something pretty hefty here, linked to IP addresses, anti-spam rules here uh, that said several thousands, right? Uh, confirmed reports of users saying that in some cases they were seeing thousands of emails uh, to the outbound queue of Exchange uh, spam filter. So pretty hefty. That so means people weren't able. So it was outbound
2: messages that were being filtered. Yeah. It was like, dude. oh, you're sending spam. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and brush that on over here into our uh, spam folder. Yeah. Huh. And interesting. I like how Microsoft likes to deem that what you're doing is spam. What if you're regular? Like, Running a legit yeah. business, okay. <laughs> but I guess it's the the rates, right? Mm-hmm. It was it it's was the rates. Seeing it as so, was there? I didn't read the article. Full disclosure.
0: <laughs> he's been busy.
2: Right, he's I been have a busy bee. To do yeah. okay, so I'm gonna act. I'm gonna act on your behalf. I'm gonna ask the questions. Were Were people actually sending spam, or was there some weird mechanism that was causing a lot of outbound messaging, and that made the spam filter kick in, or what? Why was it sending it to the anti spam?
1: Yeah, on, on this one, from what it actually looks like, that it says they identified a recent service update that ended up linking something wrongly here. Okay. That then said, yes, everything that's coming from this IP address, it has that spam filter ratings that's so higher it, than it, it should w- be. So
2: it wasn't actually a rate problem mm-hmm. or even like this is actual spam problem. It is... Oopsie! Yeah, uh, we made a new configuration change to this, and now it is borked. Yeah, I it's I caused things to go to anti-scan. yeah, and,
1: and that's the thing is that this says it was inadvertently caused. So, whoever actually did the update of that, you know, insider e- threat. It's some <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is. It, it somehow either didn't get caught, or somebody said push it out, and then they caught it right after. Like, oh, yeah. we pushed it out, and. Then it caught thousands and thousands of emails. And they're like, oh, we've got to fix that again. Gotcha. So, so somehow it, it really did kind of be, end up being a mess, but I think they're actually addressing it now too.
0: Well, it's
2: good mm-hmm. to be a Microsoft user this week then. Yeah.
0: And it's not the first uh, it's not the first incident Exchange Online has had this year. It sounds like it's the first of multiple outages, or the latest, I guess, of multiple outages blocking customers from, from accessing their mailboxes. So it's nothing new. Yeah, and <laughs> if,
1: if you have actually had a team, like, when they... It's just like anything else, right? You say, Hey, I've sent you the spam and they're the customer right and they don't get it and now you're worried like, hey, mm. this is showing that something is wrong and you know, you don't know what to do as an end user. Like, how do I fix that? I, I sent I pushed a send button. Yeah. It should get there.
2: As, as someone who's worked yeah. on help desk and workstation support, <laughs> they call the help desk yeah. and go, I don't get any email. I can't get into my yeah. email and then you go, Huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's an ins- You know what? Neither can I. <laughs> well, how about them apples? So I'm going to call you back once I figure this out. And then you probably go through your, your standard what the hell is wrong with this thing playbook. Yeah. And once you exhaust that, you go, I am now contacting Microsoft. Hey, long time no talk. How you doing? Here's the thing. No, the email is working. What's up? And they go, we're going to have to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and they then don't. It, then it escalates, right? Yeah. Man. Yeah,
1: you know, this change was actually very major because it affected not only people that were running Exchange on premises, but also Exchange online. So mm. whatever that f- that rule was, right, it affected just about everyone that it could reach. Fun. Right? Did yeah. we get affected? We use Exchange. I, we might have. Right? Yeah. You know, w- but I don't know because I'm not actually on the support team <laughs> of doing that. <laughs> Ronnie's so, like, what? yeah,
2: <laughs> not my, b- my problem. Yeah, <laughs> normally
1: the way that most end users find out is, you know, when you do contact whoever you were sending the email to, I'm like, I didn't get the email from you that you were saying, and then three days later, it's like, hey, did you get that email? Yeah. I didn't get that email. I didn't
2: get the email that asked me if I got yeah.
1: the
0: email.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Sometimes
0: we're gonna yeah. go back to the office after this. The yeah. File cabinets gonna be overturned. It's gonna yeah. be everything's on fire. It's gonna be a disaster because yeah. of this exchange issue. I like that you put it in quotes like it was yeah. a an insider threat. Oh, it was oh, an that's accident. a joke. <laughs> I don't have
2: no idea. Uh, this user B Gates seems <laughs> <laughs> to be causing a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah.
0: That, uh, thank you for that uh, yeah. that insider information, Daniel. Yeah, we appreciate that. Exactly. We will be publishing that yeah. under your name. Uh,
2: I'm totally, uh, I'm totally yeah. getting a letter from He's, a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You're gonna yes. get a yes, yeah, cease and desist oh, yeah. on your <laughs> desk. Yeah. This is so. satire.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All complaints should be addressed to D. Lowry,
2: yes. <laughs> which will be immediately forwarded to D. Posset.
0: and then it'll be blocked because it's anti spam. So <laughs> <and back> <laughs> you see yeah. how it comes to a yeah. circle? Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's Blocked because it's being sent. Yeah. So you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, obviously spam.
0: <laughs> un- unfortunate series of events for uh, for Microsoft this yeah. week, but uh, sounds like it's, it's they're ongoing, working on it still. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll have to see what happens with that. But yeah. uh, good luck, Microsoft. It is good developing. Luck, yeah. yeah, that's what they're saying. <laughs> at the developing end of the story. It's yeah. a
1: developing story, so it's still going. Yeah, so we well, well, more at six, I guess. Yeah, some more
0: at six. <laughs> uh, so we also have a couple of articles this week uh, that are a little more hardware focused, and to be honest with you, I just thought they looked fun. So this <laughs> this uh, this person comes to us from Tom's Hardware, and it says insect breaks RTX 4090 Founders Edition GPU. So they found a bug, uh, but it was a literal bug, and I just thought that was, I just thought that was great. And I, I was talking to Dan about this earlier, and I, I learned an interesting piece of trivia you guys were telling me about that I did not know. Would you care to share with the class?
2: So the term bug in the computer comes from the fact that one of, if not one of the first computers, they went to turn it on and show how it works, and it didn't work. <laughs> and they went, huh, that's crazy. How about them apples? Uh, let's take a look at this thing. Investigate, they find an actual bug Hmm. in the computer which caused it to break. So, you know. We're just re- repeating the simulation, apparently. <laughs>
0: See, and here I thought that they were just calling them Bugs in the code because it was a move by Big Bug Spray yeah, to try and slander it. the good name of Bugs everywhere. Yeah. You really did take that there. to
1: the ultimate extreme there. <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> Big, Big Bug Spray? Yeah, just with the Big Bug Spray
2: with
0: the culprit. It's like that joke, like, uh, I don't know, paper was invented by Big Printer to sell more ink or something. <laughs> Some like, <printer>. yeah. <laughs>
2: I feel like paper came along well before yes, printers the- showed up.
0: <laughs> Alright. It's a stupid joke. I'm not going to try to explain yeah. it. It's, it's dumb. Nor it's should dumb. you.
2: Yeah. T- so, so there was a bug in this. Yes. There was an
0: a action. bug. Yeah. An it was uh, it was uh, Northwest Repair as a tech YouTuber shared a video showcasing a, a fault-finding and repair of an NVIDIA GeForce RTX 4090 Founders Edition, which is the longest thing I've ever said in my the, life. And it's
2: the cheapest <laughs> GPU you can get. And it, is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can. That's, that's too, fake news right there. <laughs> I'm too gullible for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after they looked at the GPU, there was a there was a literal bug. It was a winged insect that got in between the gpu and the pcb pads during assembly which it seems like would be difficult to do that that it would the timing that it would have to fly in there unless somebody was just like well this is going to be funny and they just put it in there they had it like preserved and they stuck it in there well so
1: so with one card that makes sense right but the way that the story reads out right as you read it you found out that that northwest repair they apparently bought like uh, some of these uh, for resale price (laughs) Uh, with no warranty provided by who, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> so you're completely hosed. Yeah, yeah, so, so they thought, hey, we're going to build these computers, these awesome machines with these awesome graphics card, and we got this great deal on these on these particular graphics card, and somehow they they just didn't work.
2: <laughs> yeah, that makes me feel like they've been sitting in a warehouse somewhere yeah. for the last four months, waiting to be sold at a you know cheap price, or yeah, they were. Fell off a truck, maybe. Well, you, you got to think
1: that there is there is some initial testing, and then that box somehow got set aside. I, right. I could be wrong, so now I'm blaming a well, You know, maybe wherever yeah. they
2: were storing it just happened to have this bug infestation that they weren't aware of. These things crawled in there going, oh, this is a nice little spot. Well, like,
1: so I, I think that that could be a possibility, except for the way that it explains it, right?
2: Is that yeah, here, Ronnie, here's the thing. A, I did not read the you know. article. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what I'm trying to let you know. <laughs>
2: Just go with my fabrications, okay?
0: It's fine. Aliens
2: came down from the sky and injected bugs into forty nineties. Yeah, Yeah. I'm gonna have to quote the nineties. No, that's not right, Tim. (laughs) Uh, Listen, I'm not saying aliens, (laughs) but aliens. (laughs) Wherever you're at. That's right. I don't know, because yeah. I don't have telelights. Anyway, so so in the way that the article describes it, unlike the
1: reality of Don, Dan Lowry here, right, a physical winged insect got between the GPU and the printed circuit board pads.
2: That, <laughs> which, no way. Yes. So, so between man, the layers mm-hmm. where the...
1: Yeah, so, so during the manufacturing what? process somewhere. Ah. Uh,
2: yeah. So either... I a, feel like there's some conspiratorial yeah. things going on yeah. here the grays have landed <laughs> the united states government has infiltrated and, and they, bugs yes and bugs okay. right and frankly i find the idea of a bug that thinks offensive
0: had to had to get that in there it's wow. a trope now right we've, yeah.
2: we've got to work it into every <laughs> tech nato at this point <laughs> Don, Don's here and, and he's na- yeah. laughing. Yeah, now you have figured out how to do that. <laughs> he's with going like this. Yeah. take it out. Yeah. <laughs> <Take it
0: down. laughs> not funny. Take it out. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's that's part of why I thought it was interesting because it. I mean, it must have been during the the assembly process that it kind of flew in there. And I don't know. I just thought that was what a fun right. little so, uh, uh, series. R- of events. R- Ronnie yeah. has the real story. No, Go it, for it, Ronnie. Right? You know,
1: it's just one of those things where I start <laughs> thinking about the, you know, the purchase of this. Right. It's like yeah. we're getting this great deal. Oh, the the car not work me, I would have just said I should have not have bought these right. and then probably chucked them well, right. Well,
2: because then your paradigm would not have to shift about the fact that you're yeah. not alone. Yeah. There's aliens. On. By the way, if y'all don't know this, <laughs> Wild West Hacker Fest this year is <laughs> <X-Files>. <laughs> it, it is themed by X-Files. So yeah. I've – <laughs> just, just in, in there. character. Yeah. 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 We're going to get <laughs> and Mully in yeah. on this case here. skulder and Mully. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Mulder, Mulder and oh, Scully. Yeah, I can't remember. You could
0: have fooled me. Yeah,
2: so uh, – <laughs> All right, so... Mully and Skulder. <laughs> I'm going right. to make a comic strip. You should. <laughs> all about <laughs> Skulder and Mully.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man, the anti-exiles. That's right. They're, they're constantly trying to hide evidence of <laughs> aliens. <laughs>
0: We have lost control. Of we this, have lost <laughs> control. Of this but you know, I feel like
2: it went for the best.
0: Yeah. I think you're right. They went through all the usual steps, and yeah. none, of, none of that worked. And they finally figured out there was a bug. And well, by the way, are you scolder
2: and am I Mully? Yeah. or how? how yeah. And he's Skmully. Yeah,
0: <laughs> he can be dogged. Sure, I believe you. So I, I'm this, a little behind on my X Files. Yeah,
1: lore. this particular company, though, they went as far as like literally
2: desoldering, right, the thing, mm-hmm. and well, that's I, how they found out. I'm assuming that like. You're like, why does this not work? Yeah. You know some tech is are going, there should be nothing wrong yeah, with this. Because everything looks good. That's it. Break it down to brass tacks. <laughs> 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 what the actual hell is this? <laughs> yeah. I, I yeah. just thought, I think
1: that's a, a step a step above. beyond yeah. what you would expect somebody yeah. to do. What I would expect that's someone to do. Good employee right there. Yeah, that's a yeah. great
2: employee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shout- kudos to him.
0: <laughs> yeah. Shout-, shout out. Shout Indeed. out to you, man. Yeah. Great no job. Doubt.
2: Oh, you know what they probably thought was there has to be a break between the pads.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. So they're probably that's what run- they figured. Yeah. They're yeah, probably like uh,
2: using like a JTAG or something like that yeah. to try to s- communicate and tests were failing. Mm-hmm. well, anyway, Okay. Now we need to get down to figure out why those uh, those connections aren't being made. Yeah. Why this information isn't passing back and forth. And delayered layered that, that PCB and went, oh, ho, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's your problem right there, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, But once they removed the bug, they
1: put everything back together, and guess what? All those carts work. Wow. Surprise, there surprise.
0: It's yeah. almost like getting rid of the bug in something. Getting rid of the bug. And then Weird. It, then, it, then it works. There you go. Yeah. Indeed. And they did reach out to the family of the bug, and yep. they made sure that all the arrangements were made because, you <laughs> yeah. know, he was missing for some time, yes. and it was very tragic. But yeah. uh,
2: They gave closure to that bug's family. They did. And that's, they did. that's the moral of the story here yeah. is that we go above and beyond for you. Or you, or wherever the hell you are.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for consulting the entire audience on that yeah. one. If, uh, if if those of you watching are, are uh, hardware junkies, if you really like these, these hardware articles, we've got a second one for you, which is a rarity. Uh, also comes to us from Tom's Hardware. This one says, "AMD Counter Strikes itself pulls driver after anti-lag feature causes Counter Strike to bans." So uh, there was a an anti-lag support thing that was going on, and, and uh, it was meant it was meant to help. Like, it, it wasn't intended to be a cheat or anything like that, but um, Valve's anti-cheat tool detected this as a, it, was, it thought people were cheating, and so it started, I think, banning people. Uh, and so now they're having to go in and unban people, I think, individually, and uh, they're working on a fix for this. But uh, they they counterstruck themselves is what <laughs> happened. <laughs> they they counterstruck. I, I don't know. This could be a doe, I guess, maybe. Were they their um, own
2: enemy that they counterstruck? the
0: they won and lost. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. They won, but at what cost? Yes. They, um, a, yeah, they Like they, a
2: victory at Thermopylae, right? Like, it
0: was a little overzealous yeah. of a handling, I feel, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm sure Did it you?
2: didn't make any angry, uh, you know, users or anything like <laughs> no. that. <laughs> no, no. No. Everyone was no. just like, cool with this. Yeah.
0: It was uh, <laughs> their latest Radeon driver. They had to withdraw it until, until they could correct this issue. So you guys aren't Counter-Strike gamers, are you? No. no. Negative. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little disappointed now. I'm a retro gamer. You know this. That is true. Yeah, we on the plane over. He was playing Paperboy. <laughs> it was quite fun to watch. Um, I, I played a little CS:GO like a while ago with my brothers, and so um, I vaguely remember it, but I haven't played it in a long time. I'm curious if any of y'all that are watching are Counter Strike folks, and this maybe impacted you. Um, I'd be curious to hear what exactly happened. So How did it? Did it? Was it just like, sorry, you're banned, you're done, or was there a warning <laughs> or something, or just nope, you're I kicked? I think out. it's
1: automated, right? It <laughs> senses that it's some type of cheating device, right? And then it says, okay, we think it's a cheating device, let's just ban it. And then they're like, well, no, that's our anti lag feature, you can't do that. (laughs) And now they're having to go back in and find them. But uh, I think Sophie said it before, uh, previously, that sometimes the comments are the most interesting thing. (laughs) And so, the
2: comments section can be fun. Yeah,
1: yeah. this guy just instead says, um, like, we need any more reasons not to play this terrible game.
2: Like that. <laughs> I, I don't know what bridge they burned with him, but he sounds bitter. <laughs> like, dude. He's like, why is that guy walking toward the uh, CS:GO you know headquarters a uh, can full of diesel fuel <laughs> and a pump sprayer? <laughs> He's like, y'all better get the hell out of here. I'm about to mess this up.
0: <laughs> I wonder if you've got gamers now that were impacted by this that are going to go on strike from Counter Strike. Yeah. 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 They, they should counter. With they a should, strike, they should. Yeah. They should counter strike. Counter strike too to legit to. Yeah, cool. I don't know. It it had to end sometime. It did. It had to end sometime.
2: Well, you know, but sometimes yeah. you fall down the stairs and you land on your feet. This time we didn't. do
0: you it ever happens. fall down the stairs and land on your feet? I have it never. Absolutely
2: happens. I have never had. It's happened.
0: an analogy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like a main Coon, maybe.
2: <laughs> You've never seen <laughs> Pee-wee's Big Adventure and he fell off his bike? <laughs> I,
0: I feel a, like I don't need I to answer that to question. Do that. I don't need to answer that question. I feel like you already know. That's, that's a pretty obvious answer. Yeah. I like to, when, when I see something that overlaps a little bit with gaming, it's nice to sometimes yeah. bring it in for funsies. Especially, you know, Cats Away, the Mice will play. So. True that. When I was not here, I was like, well, we can well, talk about gaming a little like bit. Like you said,
2: there's probably a, quite a few people out there that play Counter-Strike Ghost, a very popular game. Um what do they need to do? Have they given us any kind of like recourse? Is is are if you're banned, are you banned, and that's what's up?
0: So yeah, basically, Valve just said if yeah. you're an AMD customer and you play Counter Strike Two, do not enable anti lag. Any yeah. tampering with the CS code will result in a in a ban. Uh, once they ship an updated. Uh, I guess, version of this, then they can identify affected users and reverse their bans. But for now, they're just saying, don't enable this because you're screwed, basically. If
2: I'm a cheater, I'm thinking, like, how can I use this to my advantage (laughs) to make them think, I'm just AMD anti-lag, not cheating.
0: (laughs) Pay no attention to what's behind that door. No, it's just that AMD anti-lag thing. Go ahead Mm. and unban me.
1: But AMD promises to fix the issue,
2: so we're fine.
0: Oh yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm reassured. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, not. I'll
2: a sleep well tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they promised. They issued a statement.
2: That's right, and their word is their bond, Ronald.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel much better now. Well, and of course, I mean, this is not. It's not. Uh, it's not a life or death issue. It's not like True. it's life or death, not life or death. Um, unless you are a Counter-Strike 2 gamer, in which case I'm well, really sorry. I was about sorry. to say, listen. we gotta there's some got to hedge out our there. bets here. They
2: take their game in yeah. real <laughs> serious. Yeah. You never know what could occur. Oh, yeah. my character.
0: I lost the skins the, I bought.
2: The depths of despair. My,
0: my Robux wallet is empty. Yeah,
2: he's <laughs> rending his garments and pouring sackcloth and ash on himself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I'd be curious to know, like I said, if, uh, if any of y'all were affected by this, comment down below. And then also, I mean, of course, we are here in Deadwood. We're here for Wild West Hacking Fest. And uh, if, if you've been here before or if you've got a favorite con or fest that you go to, uh, I'd be curious to know. Comment down below. Let us know. Maybe it's one we've been to before. Maybe it's one we can go to in the future. Yeah. And, and maybe- if it's
2: not Wild West Hacking Fest, we can tell them why that's not right.
0: That's true. <laughs> that's true. We've got a whole segment, I think, on one of our webinars about no, how.
2: All, all the cons are really good. They all have their, their pros and cons, <laughs> right? But uh, I've just found, for me. This one right here, you can't beat it.
0: Yeah, I'm just deflated now. You it's, should be. That was rough. So you're eh, rough. We're gonna we're gonna talk to Daniel about why puns like that are not okay. Uh, so we'll go ahead and take a quick break. But yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get pushed off this balcony back here. We're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> Coming back, we've got security news, which is Daniel's favorite part and probably a little uh, a little more. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't read the articles, by the way. <laughs> this well, ought to be fun. <laughs> We will be right back with more TechNado. Don't go away. Uh, We'll be back after a short break. Tired of trying to schedule your team's time around in-person learning? Isn't it a bummer to spend thousands of dollars on travel for professional development? What if we said you can save money and time and still provide your team with the best training possible? The answer to your woes is live online training from ACI Learning. With live online training, we provide our top in-person courses in private, online, instructor-led formats. You get to provide professional development in a manner that fits today's expectations. Entertaining, convenient, and effective. Our exam-aligned courses inspire the full potential of your team. Visit virtual instructor-led training at ACI Learning for more info. Hey, welcome back for more TechNado. Going to get into some security articles here in a second. Thanks for joining us for the second half. And if you stuck with us for this long, consider liking this video. You might even want to sub to the channel so you never miss a TechNado in the future. We we appreciate you can staying I with us. Can I sub to the channel? You can. Oh,
2: man, if I should so do choose, that. If you so choose,
0: you absolutely can. Ronnie, well, you I can just, as well. You I have the freedoms have. to do that. All
2: right. This All right, is, consider it sub
0: then. I yes, did? it is your fundamental right.
2: Do you ever watch our own show?
0: It's it's hard for me to because I cringe at myself a lot. So it... <laughs> Occasionally, I will go back and look at like the ones that I, I'm not. You know,
2: in. I, I understand that. I cringe at you a lot as well. Thank you, so. thank you. I appreciate that.
0: I think, I think that's the, most of the populace would agree. Yeah. I do like the ones that I wasn't in. I'll go back and I'll I'll watch them when I can when I have time. And be like this is on total you know garbage. on double speed to get through it as quick as possible. Of <laughs> course, because I just can't sit there for that long. Um, but no, <laughs> not usually. <I> got you. <laughs> so we we do have some uh, some security articles coming up, and I think Daniel did read these. During the break, so we'll we'll see what happens. How hard
2: could they be? <laughs> yeah, it's just security, just security, just right. cybersecurity.
0: Super easy Obviously,
2: stuff. Obviously, dumpster fire meet kerosene.
0: <laughs> the end. Oh, ever ever the violent one with Daniel. Yeah. So this first one comes to us from the Hacker News. It says a uh, warning. Great. Good to warning. know. Warning. Good warning. Unpatched Cisco Cisco zero-day vulnerability actively targeted in the wild. Critical unpatched security flaw impacting IOS XE software under active exploitation. So, this is scary. Question mark.
2: So scary! Exclamation mark! Ah. Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! CVSS score <laughs> of wait for oh, it God. ten. A ten. <laughs> Yeah. A flippin' 10, because <laughs> it's a family, family show, right? <laughs> right? For those of you that get that reference, I see Brad laughing. <laughs> but uh, so this is bad. Mm-hmm. There is, you ready for the mitigation? I'll, I'll, I'll cut TLDR. Mitigation, shut it off. <laughs> when, I, when I say shut it off is, so this affects the Cisco IOS. um XE, uh, XE yep. thank you. Um, HTTP service. So if you want to administer the thing using a web-based interface, the web UI, you're going to want to stop doing that mm-hmm. as soon as humanly possible. Now, stop, stop, yeah. go, turn that off, then come back. Glad to have you back. <laughs> now that we're all on the same page that that is gone, because that's where the problem lies, what it allows is for an attacker to take control of your Cisco device mm-hmm. and give themselves a user with enable 15 level clear, security clearance, basically you have all the, uh, Ron, Ronnie yeah. is a very well Cisco-versed. Yeah. If, you, if you do an enable, when you, t- you log into, or console into a, a Cisco router or switch, and you type in EN or enable, it enables and gives you more options. Because now you've said, hey, I'm kind of the root user here, I'm the big dog. Let me have access to everything, I need to be able to configure this thing. They create themselves a user using this flaw at that level and then they upload their own configuration file, which requires a reboot, right? Once they reboot the system, the configuration file takes effect and reaches out and starts command and control.
0: That's creative.
2: Uh, Very creative and uh, very, 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 very bad for Cisco. Very bad. Yeah, Yeah, and, and strange because the fix to it is actually
1: a relatively easy command, which is actually the word no and then Usually just your HTTP server or whatever, dash server, whatever yeah. it is, and that fixes this. So in the older o- iOS device, which I'm going to say wrong here, normally this was something you had to enable, but according to this article, I have not worked in SXE, and I didn't know. It, it seems like that it's enabled, I think, by default now. I wouldn't be surprised if anything's
2: web-enabled at this point.
1: Well, right? and, yeah, it's probably for easier management, right? Yeah. So so, in the background, when somebody turns it on, it is already on and they're expecting you to disable it uh, so that you actually do harden your server, right? Yeah. So, it's just kind of a, a weird
2: uh, step and Well, it, you know, it, wrong it's, it's, yeah. only, it's only a problem if you are connecting this to the internet or an untrusted yep. network, right? So, if you've got this internally, you're fine. Like, well, yeah. fine. you're finer. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're not as you're okay borked yeah. <laughs> as you would be right. There's still a possibility someone could be in your network and find that and exploit it mm-hmm. and use it. But uh, at least you're not exposing it to the Internet. I just want to kind of give you the uh, highlights on the overview here. It says uh, Cisco has identified active exploitation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Feels good going down, doesn't it? Yeah. Tastes real good. Uh, active exploitation of a previously unknown vulnerability in the web UI feature of Cisco IOS XE. This is under CVE 2023-20198 when exposed to the internet or untrusted networks. This affects both physical and virtual devices running the Cisco IOS XE software that also have the HTTP or HTTPS server feature enabled. So right, like Ronnie Mm -hmm. said, you shut that off. Mm -hmm. That is the mitigation. You turn that off. Hmm. Uh, there's also, I've, I've got other articles, um, talosintelligence.com, which is Cisco's security um, mm-hmm. branch. Yeah, their security intelligence. They, they did a big, major deep dive breakdown of all the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, my brain, all the, all the. I hear a tr- <laughs> truck or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, yeah
2: it's weird. Yeah. Um, the IOCs, that's what I'm looking for. All the IOCs, so the indicators of compromise, right? there are a couple of users. They they first started seeing it as Cisco TAC admin. Mm-hmm. They saw a user, Cisco TAC admin. And they were like, hmm. hmm, weird. And then one another one they saw was Cisco support. Yeah, and support of course, support. it was coming from specific IP. So all that stuff is going to be in that talus intelligence. So if you have Cisco uh, devices that have this enabled and you want to go, oh, no, maybe I've been breached. You can take a look in this and see if that is uh, also there. Uh, like I said, this is a critical vulnerability. They also have links to their PCERT advisory, which gives you steps for and recommendations for uh, work. Uh, I love workarounds. There are no workarounds that address this vulnerability. Recommendations: Cisco strongly recommends that customers disable HTTP server feature on an all-internet-facing systems or on all-internet-facing systems. To disable the HTTP server, they tell you how to do it. Mm -hmm. Like Ronnie said, no IP uh, HTTP server and no IP HTTP secure server, secure dash server. Get that correct. And then it gives you, like, the following decision tree can be used to help you determine how to triage an environment and deploy protections. Are you running iOS XE? No. The system is not vulnerable. Yes. Holy crap. I mean, uh, is IIP HTTP server or secure server configured? If no, then the vulnerability is not exploitable. If yes, and so on and so forth. So definitely, go look up those advisories. Look up the Talos Intelligence article for this. It's obviously with a CVSS score of 10.0. This is this is quite Googleable. Yeah, <laughs> it's not far from you. Let me tell you. But this is nightmare scenario right here, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. for Cisco.
1: Yeah, and, and on this, it looks like that they were just using that as a channel, right? That the ultimate goal was for them to create those accounts that you were talking about yeah. with that privilege level. So they talked about this idea, that the backdoor that they found, that it doesn't survive a reboot or anything, which is fine. But they had already created the account that will survive it. Correct. Because mm-hmm. it's been saved, and that's where the problem you know, So what was continue.
2: interesting is that they were utilizing an older CVE mm-hmm. from 2021 for um, helping them to... Uh, put the implant in right like right, to to put put that malicious software into the devices mm-hmm. and there there is there is a patch for that but that was and what they found was again you do a reboot that would go away mm-hmm. but they were also noticing that that was getting implanted through an unknown vector as yep. well so there is another zero day out there lurking mm-hmm. it would seem maybe they're using something else they don't know what's causing it but it's possible that there could be another zero day at Cisco's doorstep just waiting to be exposed so could be interesting times for Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: Okay. I did not expect a, th- everything's on fire for the, yeah. first, the first article. <laughs> but would uh, like to come out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. C- catch people's attention, yeah. If everything's on fire for you, comment down below and let us know. We love to, we love to talk about that stuff. Well, uh, pray for Cisco, I guess, yeah. and send your positive vibes and thoughts and well, whatever you want to do, house of energy, uh, and hopefully they're able to get this rectified. Uh, but I understand we've got a couple more articles Security-wise. So we'll go ahead and and jump into the next one here. This one comes to us from Ars Technica. It says, biggest DDoSs of all time generated by protocol zero-day in HTTP2. So uh, it mentioned uh, HTTP2 rapid reset, novel technique for waging uh, distributed denial-of-service attacks of an unprecedented magnitude, which to me sounds like a big deal. I could be misinterpreting (laughs) this, perhaps. I've been known to do that in the past.
2: You're you're on track. You're, you're, You're tracking well here. Yes, you're following. Unprecedented. Magnitude. When it comes to (laughs) denial of service attacks, not words you want to hear unless it's (laughs) unprecedented mitigation of massive denial. That's what you want to hear. That is not this article, though. Uh, Like I said, dumpster fire meet kerosene. We just throw it on there. Oh, okay. So we're all familiar, hopefully, if you're into security, you're familiar with the idea of a distributed denial of service attack. And there's reflected, and there's amplified. Sometimes you can do both. It's really fun. Not for the people that are trying to protect against it. Obviously, that's that's kind of a pain in the rear. But there are protections for it. Rate limiting can help, and you know, looking uh, using things like WAFs if you're going uh, at the application layer for HTTP and that kind of stuff. It's it's a lot of fun for you to try to put those fires out. On, I'm sure on a daily basis. But with the advent of HTTP 2, we get new new things, new possibilities, new horizons to explore and somebody explored them and found that hey here's what's interesting http2 has got a really interesting way to kind of like send a lot of data and how the connections work together and full disclosure i'm not fully checked out on http2 this is what i read today when i was reading this but this is why we do this right this is what security is about is going hey this is a new thing for me I want to get up to speed on this so that I can be more secure in my environment because maybe I'm using this. But HTTP two, what you can do is you can send a request at the very same time, send a reset of hey, I don't I don't want this to, to continue. And what'll end up happening is is the server will go, Okay, cool, you don't wanna continue with this request, that's fine. But because of shenanigans in the protocol, it'll leave that channel open. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I'm free to send another request. Now, cool thing about HTTP2 is when I say send a request, I mean like 100 requests in one request. Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing here is kind of back to the article here, right? So it says that... um, HTTP2 Rapid Reset is a novel technique for waging DDoS, or distributed denial of service attacks, of unprecedented magnitude. It wasn't discovered until after it was already being exploited. <laughs> we love getting behind the eight ball, don't we? <laughs> uh, to deliver record-breaking DDoSs, one attacker on a customer uh, using the Cloudflare content Cloudflare content delivery network peaked at 201 million requests per second, almost triple the previous Cloudflare, or the record Cloudflare has seen of 71 million rps's i mean whoa right mm-hmm. that shows you the power of someone being able to manipulate http2 versus just good old-fashioned http1 and what they were able to accomplish that and what's really cool about this is it didn't take nearly normally to get that 71 million rps in the previous record that was like millions of bots in a botnet mm-hmm. right that was that was a, a massive botnet attack most likely i didn't read the article right but with http 2 they only needed 20,000 nodes to make it of this magnitude to triple what you could do in http 1 with millions and that's because of the power of the protocol they were able to exploit that and utilize it for even more devastating attacks with less resources so it's a field day for them now now i think that cloudflare is kind of on the game here google is setting things up all these uh Uh, Different vendors are are setting up uh, protections against this now. So we should see that coming out shortly. But this has been an interesting thing.
1: Yeah, I I think the impact of it is where people are really worried, right? Because I was like, oh, really? But uh, estimate at least 60% of public-facing websites and APIs are using HTTP2. Mm. So that means that all of this, right, can affect 60% of the actual public-facing servers that are out there very quickly, very easily, with less resources like what Daniel was describing. And that's where now you, you really do have that magnitude, that you and, know and attack.
2: You, you know what's you know what's sad is like they think I've got Cloudflare, I've got yeah. uh you know, a WAF, I've got this, I've got that, I've got all these protections. And most of the people I talk to and I'm sure I'm gonna have some conversations this week with some great hackers and I'm gonna ask them about testing and what they're seeing and I'm, I'm, because of this article, I'm, I'm specifically going to ask, and I typically do like to ask about what we would call stress testing, right? Mm-hmm. Denial of service prevention and detection mitigation. How often are they? Because a lot of times when you sit down and you scope that workout for a client, you take on an engagement, you go, what do you want us to do? You know, here's some things we can do. And the hackers, the pen testers, the red teams, they'll push, hey, can we should do stress testing. We should see how you fare against a denial of service attack. And a lot of times they're, no, nah, we don't have the appetite for that, mm. right? I don't want you to touch anything that would make something go down, possibly break, blah, 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 right? They're so afraid that their fragile little leg will break, and I get it. I totally understand that, right? They got a bunch of money invested. This is their business, and if it goes down, they're losing money. Mm-hmm. But if you just think, in my experience, it's been the prevailing wind of, well, we have a WAF, we have a CDN, we have all this stuff protecting us. We're we have load bal- balancing yeah. and rate limiting and all this quality of service stuff. What We're good. Yeah, but that's like saying, you know, I've prepared for a snowstorm. It's all my stuff. I, I, I've <laughs> I've got parkas, I've got oil for the, the heaters, I've got this It's all at Walmart. <laughs> it's like, so if it actually happens, can you get your hands on that stuff? And, and instead of, you know,
0: yeah. you've never tested. It's, it's not going to do you much good if you know, this actually happens.
2: You're supposed to test these things. Yeah. And you, you've just got to find a way to say, this is the week we're going to see if stuff breaks. You know, and I, like I said, I get it. It's scary. It's your Fabergé egg, and you don't want it to break.
0: And I think, I don't know, I, I, like as an end user, if there was a service that I was using that was like, hey, we got to, you know, just so you know this week, there might be some outages and some, you know, you m- things might be down. It's because we are working on stress testing and we're trying to make sure that we're right. that we're up to, you know, up to the task when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. I feel like as an end user, I it would almost make me feel better. I'd be like, look, if things are a little slow this week, yeah. okay, I can deal with that. I'm a little reassured to know that you're taking this step. I don't know that I'd be all angry. Like, <laughs> well. Let me take my money back. Right. Whatever money I've invested in this imaginary service, you know. Yeah,
2: this is just a PR thing, right? You just have to market out there to your users. We're doing this to make sure that you always have access mm-hmm. to your stuff. Yeah. To if you want to buy something, it's always there, right? We have very small amount of downtime, and the downtime we typically have is for that very purpose of making sure that we don't have unexpected downtime. Yeah. So we give you a lot of lead time, let you know what's coming, you know, just. Be ready. If every, I think if you set good expectations, but that's not typically how it goes, right? It's just, it's all about bottom line. It's all about corporate. You know, we got to make sure all this stuff's working. We're making as much money as possible. Profits are, are king, Mm -hmm. as it were. But, you know, it also would be a great way to test if your cloud solution, is able to scale, Mm -hmm. right? As you expect it to, because if you start getting hit by a massive DDoS. Is it able to handle that if it gets past all your protections and mitigations? Mm-hmm. There's so many layers of like testing that will that you would benefit from. So I'll be interested in hearing on like, are there good valid reasons for people to not do this? Which I'm sure there are. Uh, what are they, and then what can we do about that? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that'd be a good thing uh, if y'all want to comment on that. If y'all have any insight or or opinions on that, we we would certainly love to hear it. We do read all of them. (laughs) I thought you said Packers. I was like, you don't watch football. What are you talking about? Yeah, Yeah, hackers unite. Yes, but yeah, I mean, I do. I go through and read all the comments. I love it. I love seeing the stuff people comment. So we would love to hear from y'all on that. Um, But yeah, okay. So thanks for thanks for that one, Daniel. Thanks for giving us the rundown. He did read that one after all. We are proud. Uh, and this next one that we've got, I believe he also read, which I'm very excited about. I know Ronnie read it because Ronnie's on top of everything all the I time. I actually
2: saw this one on the plane. Yeah. Oh, did you actually?
0: Yeah. Wow. He was working even when yeah. it was 9 o'clock at night. He was still working. I
2: was like, what's going on here? He is
0: tireless. <laughs> he is a force to be reckoned with. Uh, this comes to us from Bleeping Computer. And actually, you know what? I feel like this counts as a tinfoil hat. I don't know. Sure. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with it. Okay. Yeah, I was going to get. Cue
2: the tinfoil hat. Cue the tinfoil hat. It was fake. Paul McCartney's been dead since 1966.
0: It's probably up. Yeah, he probably already did it. Yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't hear it. It's, yeah. you know, it's, a, it's an interesting week. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so this comes to us from Bleeping Computer. Signal says there's no evidence rumored zero day bug is real. I have been hearing a lot about this. That there's, there's some kind. Oh my God! Everybody panic! And I think I even saw John Hammond tweeted something about it and was like, this bug that there's no evidence for. Everybody needs to panic and delete your Signal app and da da. Yeah. So, so this is. How did this rumor get started? What happened?
2: So apparently it was Sphere or X.com, I guess it is now, as uh, all good things begin at, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and it began with the idea that, hey, there's a real problem. And there. Uh, I think in the article there's a, a screenshot. Yeah. PSA, we have seen the vi- – oh, this was the uh, – I'm sorry. Uh, am I, is that the right one? Is that the yep. original one? Yeah. We have seen the vague viral reports alleging that Signal Zero Day vulnerability – after responsible investigation we have had no so this is signal actually responding to it. But it was going around signal that there was this new zero day and that it was if you have the um, you know when you when you put a link and you, you I send that to you over signal yeah. and it'll give you a preview. Yeah. It was saying it was exploiting those previews. Hmm. Zero day, full access to your device after that. You know, dogs and cats living together, totally energy right. kind of thing. Right. So Easy mitigation, if this were true, just go into Signal, <laughs> hit your settings, go into chat, and turn off that previews function. I think it's the first option there. No more problem, right? But Signal, not one to be, yeah, you know, punched below the belt and uh, take it lying down. They They protested and said, we have seen this. We cannot find any evidence that any of this is true. And they even said that uh, after responsible investigation, we have no evidence to suggest this uh, vulnerability is real, nor has any additional information been shared via our official reporting channels. They said, we also checked with the people across the US government. And since the copy-paste report claimed (coughs) the USG as a source, those that we have spoke to uh, have no info suggesting that this is a valid claim. So yeah, totally seems to be fake news, right? But it is a simple thing to do to go in there just in case, right? Just in case those little green men are real.
0: Better safe than sorry.
1: They are. <laughs> what <laughs> anyway, what if the <laughs> vulnerability is? Disabling the ha! <laughs> 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 master <In>
2: plan, master. <laughs> <laughs> man. They're playing 4D chess, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, Joop, you are totally ho! <laughs> Signal users <laughs> in mass have been <laughs> exploited. All at one time. <laughs> man, next week's <laughs> tech NATO is going to be awesome. <laughs> if that is the case, anyway. Oh.
0: Gonna <laughs> get comments like you misled us. <laughs> this yeah. is, it seems to have spiraled pretty quickly. Like I, I would be curious to see what. What Ground Zero was for this rumor? Who, who it was that initially yeah. said something like, oh, you know, because I see there are posts that I'll see where it's like, uh, you know, it's not cybersecurity related, but just in general. Oh, Instagram's going to shut down a whole bunch of accounts. Everybody repost this, and they won't shut down your account. And that's a little easier to suss out because it's like, Mark Zuckerberg is not checking my Instagram account for this specific post to make sure that I posted <laughs> it and added the appropriate hashtags. I
2: have it under good th- authority that he <laughs> is a lizard person. <laughs> That's, Mark Zuckerberg just doesn't like me. He discriminates
0: against me, yeah. so that's why.
2: Sophia is going down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so the very fact that it started as a U.S. government, possi- like right, gov- that
0: somebody unnamed.
2: said. Yeah, like, which reeks of. Yeah, like, in, what? In, Yeah. <laughs> You know, the, why would you do that?
0: The U.S. Uh, government said. Don't ask them. Don't don't well, go on any of their accounts. You
2: know, my mom called me and said Microsoft called her and said <laughs> <laughs> that she had a virus on her computer.
0: Bill Gates Teams messaged me. He told did. Me. <laughs> he is
2: very concerned about the state of my yeah. my laptop. And he's asked you for Apple gift cards. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was weird. They don't have Microsoft gift cards. <laughs> Oh, they could man. buy a Zune.
0: <laughs> I thought the uh, the last part of this was interesting. It's it's just kind of semi-related, but they had also put something on the end about how Signal Zero Days are in such high demand. And I did not realize how much yeah. that Zero Day brokers will pay. This is Zerodium offers up to half a million. There's a, a Russian Zero Day broker, Operation Zero, that's willing to pay as high as $1.5 million for a Signal Zero Day remote-code execution vulnerability. Yeah. That is insane. That's
2: because everybody's getting smart, like journalists and stuff that are in very, like, uh... Shall we say, mm, iffy situations? Locations. Yeah, locations <laughs> that they use things like Signal and tel- Telegram, and I guess WhatsApp now has end-to-end encryption as mm-hmm. well. Like, this didn't used to be the soup de jour. Signal was like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other like uh, Threema, I think is another one. Yeah, the U.S. government use, or, well, hasn't been known to use that from time to time. Give you end-to-end encryption, all open source stuff. I think isn't Signal open, using open source. I don't know. I, I might be yeah, I, I might even fact check me on that one, but yeah. I might be off on that. But gives you that ability that I can send you a message if we're both on signal mm-hmm. I can send you a message that junk is AES two fifty six encrypted and AES, like the possibility of it being decrypted is slim. It's, it's, it yeah. it's yeah. less, right? right? Yeah, it's less. So and if you delete it, it's gone. Right. And of course there have been things like, Oh, if I get access to your well, if you get access to my stuff, yeah. do you have access to my stuff? And that's yeah. A, that that's doesn't not seem to be a valid <laughs> argument. <laughs> right. Not only do you have access to my signal, but you have access to a bunch of stuff. Yeah. That's right? not really
0: a signal problem. Yeah. Yeah. Me I
2: shouldn't have let my yeah. laptop yeah. in here with my Bitwarden logged <laughs> in. Yeah. You know, it's like that's my issue. That's kind of just dumb on me. <laughs> so the same kind of idea, like you would have to have actual physical access. I haven't seen any and maybe there isn't, of course, uh viewers out there, correct me if I'm wrong on that. I haven't seen uh, any real Signal, and that's why there, there, there. You know, there's, there's organizations out there that that's how they make their bread and butter, <laughs> is by hacking into these people's accounts, yeah, mm-hmm. and then using that to do all sorts of nefarious things. Well, Daniel, if you didn't have to use encryption, then we would have to break it. To yeah, <laughs> see, here's the thing, Ronnie. There's this this phenomenon called people. Yeah, and some <laughs> of them are real buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, I don't think that that's where I thought it was going. Yeah, they just—it's like I don't know if their mama didn't love them enough or what. But man, they wake up in the morning going, "How can I be a total tier one b hole?" <laughs> 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 I know. I'll hack somebody's <laughs> signal account.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but it was not that. But, yeah, I, I don't think there's a better description for it. Yeah. So it's true. It's thank true. you You're for that, hiding Daniel. your
1: data, and that means there's something for you to hide, which means... <laughs> I have to break into it. Yeah. <laughs> Darn right I
2: got something to hide. <laughs> so do you. So do you. So do you. So yeah. do you. I don't know
0: what you're talking <laughs> about. Look, here,
2: Here's my favorite thing. It's like because the government or other like powerful entities having access to every minutia of your life has never gone bad. Right? <laughs> That's right? Okay. <laughs>
0: Thank you for that one. Yeah. This, this has been tinfoil right? Yeah. <laughs> this has been your weekly tinfoil hat here on TechNado. I think I think that really uh, just brings
2: government.
1: you. The yeah.
0: government.
1: <laughs> I think Daniel covered that one.
0: Five really, cheese, giving we, us cancer. We talked about little green men, lizard <laughs> yeah. people. We really yeah. covered all the bait. Yeah. And it's X-Files theme here at yeah. Wild Wiz, Hack and Fest. So, I think wow. you
1: used the whole role of. You that did. Oil.
0: You went through the list. No, no you forgot the, the moon roll. landing. Yeah. You, you oh, did the moon landing. Yeah. So listen, the
2: crosshairs <laughs> on the lens, they can't be behind objects, right? Because they're
0: engraved on the lens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you for that. We're going to get some comments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Misleading the people. Yeah.
1: Once again, D. Lowry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: all him. we got to give him the credit where it's due. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, if you are watching this, if you've stuck with us for this long, uh, we would love it if you tossed a like on this video. And if you're enjoying the commentary here that we are providing, you might even want to sub to the channel so you never miss a TechNado. And if you do like the show, you might want to check out the rest of the IT Pro channel. We've got uh, webinars, live on social events. I think we've got a cybersecurity webinar. It's uh, you and a special guest next week, I think. Ooh, yeah. um, Mark Zuckerberg. Daniel's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm doing what? Uh, but that'll somebody be, from Signal. <laughs> somebody. <Yeah>. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> They've got some questions for you about yeah, the things yeah, that you've yeah. said. <laughs> so they will be uh, they'll be with us next Thursday, October 26th, I believe. So you can check that out, and um, that'll live on our YouTube channel on the, the YouTube channel as well. Uh, I do want to thank our sponsor, ACI Learning, the people behind IT Pro. And if you're listening from the Technato website, there's a big orange "Sponsored by" button. You can click that to go to the IT Pro website. And if you do want to support the podcast, that's what we do in our in our day jobs is teach those courses. It's quite a lot of fun. I probably shouldn't speak for you guys. I think it's fun. Uh, I don't know. You guys can offer your own. yeah. See the lips twitching. You can tell. He's not happy. (laughs) It's kind of scary. Like a snarling dog. (laughs) If I didn't know you, I would fear you a little. (laughs) Just a healthy fear. I am a gentle lamb. (laughs) Sure, I wouldn't hurt a fly. I don't know about I would that just one. Just
2: immediately kill it.
0: Unless <laughs> unless it was in his GPU, then he would he would yeah, get yeah. rid of that immediately. Dead as hell. And, uh, <laughs> and I know I know we talked a bit about uh, our YouTube platform, but we do have listeners on podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you haven't already, we would love if you followed us there. You can receive notifications when a new episode drops. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. You don't have to look at our faces, uh, so we totally understand why you choose that medium. That's a smart move. And we, we, uh, we do appreciate it. You got a we face understand. for radio, don't we? <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little rough. Uh, and if you are watching from YouTube, drop a comment. Let us know what you thought about this week's tech news. And uh, if you're here in Deadwood, hey, let us know. Come seek us out. Come find us. We'd love to say, hey, did I forget anything? I feel like maybe I forgot something.
2: I hope not. (laughs) You probably did, though. (laughs) I probably did.
0: Don's (laughs) sitting there watching this, shaking his head.
2: This Where did I happens. put those bankers'
0: boxes? <laughs> 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 this is all I've got. I should take this and leave. Yeah. <laughs> You're not paying for my flight home. I'm <laughs> gonna have to just walk back to Florida. Well th- <laughs> thank you for joining us for this episode of Technado Live from Wild West Hack and Fest here in Deadwood, South Dakota. We hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed the scenery. And we'll see you next week back in the home studio. Uh,